Welcome to the third episode of the Smart Talk Show. I'm your host, Matteo Grosso, and if you have not yet done so, click that follow button so you never miss another podcast episode. Also, if you want more motivational stories in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Strategies. Today, we are virtually flying to Dubai, and I'm very happy to welcome my friend Raj to the show. Hey, guys. Raj is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. He also has his own podcast, Uplifting, which I really recommend you to check out. He used to be a finance lecturer in Malaysia. He then worked in management consulting in Shanghai, and he's currently working in Dubai. So I'm delighted to have you, Raj, on the show. Thank you for being here. The topic we chose for today, following a conversation we had before, is failing forward. So what to do after failure? And we will start with a question. Thank you so much, Matteo, and also thank you to everyone who's listening into this. Um, I'm very lucky, and I would say a very pleasure to be on the, the same podium as you, Matteo. You're doing a great stuff here, helping people and making yourself improvement choice on people's life, and happy to be part of it. Um, now, whenever we, we, we do this kind of sessions, we are so used to hearing people talking about what they did well and what couldn't work well and what they have tried on and on. And I don't think I want to lead you guys on the same path. All I'm going to do right now is I'm going to ask you all a, a very simple question. And I want you to think about that question, even after you've answered it, until the very end, and, and see how much have your answer would have changed after listening to me talking about failure and uh, failing forward. If it has changed, even a slightest for the better, um, that's all Matthew and I really want from today, to be honest. If it hasn't, um, our apologies. Um, we will continue to learn and fail forward and try again next time. So the question I have for every one of you is, who do you think failed the most and bounced back in your life? I'll repeat. Who do you think failed the most and bounced back in your life? Now, Let's hold on to the thought. At this point, when I mention, who do you guys think failed so much in life but still successful, still bounced back? You have a, a vision or a, or, a, or a picture of someone in your mind. You have an image, right? Every single one of you right now can imagine someone conditionally or unconditionally, you have someone in your mind right now. That could be uh, your mentor, someone that you look up to. That could be your father or your mother. It could be someone in your family. It could be a successful businessman or a relative or, a, or even a friend. Now, hold that image. Don't change that. I have a couple of follow-up questions for you guys. So you're telling me in the last five to 10 years, you never had a setback? You never had a problem in your life? You, you never had a chance where you felt sad because things were going bad. Every single person who's listening to this podcast right now had a time where things did not go well, had a time where they failed and thought that was the end. But now you're listening to this podcast, right? Which means what happened? You bounced back. See, the biggest person who actually failed and bounced back is actually yourself. The, the why we're not thinking us in the first place. 
That is an issue. We don't give enough credit to ourselves and we tend to rely on other people for self-validation and, and for comfort. And that is not a bad thing overall, but that's not something good either. And a lot of people are doing that and we shouldn't be doing that. Now, what, what I really wanna do here is, I wanna talk about failure upfront. And a question I get asked a lot here is that, why not success? See, everyone likes to talk about success because it's, um, it's a very positive thing. It's, it's a very good thing. It's like, you don't have to, it's a very comfortable thing to talk about, but no one wants to talk about failure because failure is like very negative. And why is that so? See, a failure can mean different things for different people. One person's failure could be another person's trial. What do you think is easy for you could be extremely difficult for another person. Well, what is extremely easy for someone could be a mind-blowing difficult thing for you. And this is a question, this is the perception people need to change, Matteo. Love the Raj. I love the way what you said is people need to change the perception on failure, right? So imagine, for instance, that um, since we were young, okay, we were children, our parents, every time we failed, they gave us uh, um, praise. They praised us, say, this is amazing. You're failing. You're doing great because you're learning something, right? But this is not what happened, right? The reason why we have such a, there is a stigma around failure is because whenever we failed, the family or the people around us, or even ourselves, we looked at that in a very negative light, as you said uh, right now, right? So I, I love, I love what you say. And uh, we need to talk more about failure, right? Than success, because from failure, we learn, right? Um, and I have a follow-up question for you. What do you think is uh, the major difference between, uh, let's say, average people and achieving ones? Do they do these people perceive failure in a different way? Okay, so when, when it comes to this raw material, there's like four category uh, of four, let's say differences. So let's say when I ask you, and let's ask the question back to ourselves, okay, we have a guy who did so well and we have someone who's not doing so well. The first question is, uh, there's another argument coming behind it. Like what makes us say that this person is not achieving? Maybe he's already happy, you know, the mindset, you know, we have this bar that's saying like achieving means something, failure means something, but that's for a different podcast altogether. But let's just periodically, we have someone who's achieving so much in life and we have someone who's not achieving so much in life. Now, this, what's the differences here? There's actually four that I love people telling me. Number one, uh, drum roll praise if we have, it's called family background. He's doing so well or she's doing so well because her family or his family is well connected. Now, is that really the reason why some person is achieving, some person is not? No, not really. If you think about it, by doing the same, if you use the same yardstick, it means all the successful people must have very connected family. There shouldn't be anyone alone in the top. There are a lot of people who are standing above on a solo run. The, the second one is more or less the family background. Uh, it's called the wealth issue. So someone is so successful in, that, in life, they're achieving great things because they have money. That's why they're achieving things. Well, if that's true, then how come all the several top leaders who are in the billionaire list actually self-made 
what, which means they started from zero penny and they worked their way up to make every single money they have right now. The last two differences, Matteo, it's actually my favorite. Um, the second favorite is actually called opportunity. Coming from Asian um, background, I have heard this, I think probably a billion times. If everyone gave me a penny whenever I heard about this, I would have probably be a billionaire right now <laughs> sitting in your podcast, you know? <laughs> it's called opportunity. Yeah, he is doing so well because he had an opportunity. I'm not doing so well because I never received an opportunity. Well, I call this a pure, I would say, um, I would say a sham. The reason is that there's a very nice phrase in, in English or a proverb, it's called, the beauty is in the eye of a beholder. If I, for argument's sake, take the same opportunity and give it to someone who does not appreciate the opportunity, who doesn't know what to do with it, it might as well same as not giving the opportunity at all. So opportunity doesn't make you achieve great things. No, it doesn't. And the last one, my favorite difference reason people give me well, Raj, that person is doing so well because he had hardship in his life. So basically, you know, people are telling us you need to suffer if not, you cannot be successful. So if that is true, there are a lot of people who are really suffering right now, especially in this pandemic time, was not having, and not everyone is making ends meet. There's an increase in suicide rate as well. Now, my question here, if hardship really really helps you to go further why others couldn't something is missing right it means hardship is not the reason why you're becoming successful opportunity is not the reason wealth is not the reason family background is not the reason Matteo. oh so if these four are not the reason what is the major difference i kind of hinted on this in the beginning you also mentioned on it the difference material lies in the perception of response towards failure. It means wow. when you fall, what are you gonna do? Your next step changes everything. In that particular moment, what you do, your response towards failure will make a difference whether you're gonna be an average you or you're gonna become an achieving person. Wow. Makes sense, makes sense. The, you said the perception of response towards failure, right? So basically when you experience failure, what is the immediate step you're going to take next, right? Are you being harder on yourself? Are you learning some, something from it? Are you, um, how do you react, right? It's the same in, as a boxing match, right? When you fall uh, down, what do you do next, right? So how do you perceive the failure, the difference. Yeah, exactly. Between, wow. And I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to deep dive as later on. What are the actions? There's like actual research done. But before I jump into that, I know we talked about failure, but I want to also share something very interesting. Um, um, this, this, I, I love this part. It's called the misconceptions of failure. You, the people have a lot of wrong understanding of what failure means. Number one. Failure is avoidable, not at all. If failure is avoidable, <laughs> then why corporate people are actually planning strategy plans or something called contingency plan or backup plan if you don't meet your quarter? What that means? Because they know 
you need to have to do something because things can always go wrong. So failure is inevitable. And, and failure is an event, the second biggest mis misconception. No, it's not a one-off thing. It's not today I fail up to the rest of my life. Oh, Raj has a quarter of 10 failure in his whole life. He's at number nine, right? Number 10 hit already. Then you just get a ticket check, like a timestamp, and then you're done. You're never going to fail in life. No, it's not that simple. It's like failure is part of your journey. You, you fail and then you move forward. You get a bit of win and then you move forward. It's, it's, it's a progress. The third one is um, failure is an objective thing. No, failure is extremely subjective. I think we've already gone through that. Like in the beginning, I just spoke about one person's failure could be extremely difficult mm -hmm. to another person or could be extremely easy. So failure is it's not, it's not the same for everyone. It's extremely subjective. The last two would be failure is a is the enemy see uh, this this i'm, I'm gonna um, leech on to my asian origin here um people get so angry at failure and i'm like what failure did you guys like that's i don't even get it matter you're like people get so angry like see failure is just nothing more than a byproduct of our own actions the reason why I think people don't want to talk about failure is because we don't accept blame. We just want to pass it on to something it's like a hot potato, right? So we just <laughs> pass the whole problem on failure is the problem. Just close it out. The last, which we already addressed a few times, is called the failure is a stigma. And this is very true. A lot of people doesn't even like to talk about failure when you're talking something good. I don't know if you had this experience, Matteo. Have you had this experience where when you're doing something good, I don't know, people will say, don't talk about bad stuff. Have you had this encounters? Absolutely, yeah. And quick fun fact here, I, you know that on social media, right? We typically see the successes of, of people, right? And uh, I also usually share positive news, right? Oh, I'm, I'm launching my company, I'm launching my podcast, you know? And uh, one day I just published a very quick post saying, hey guys, but would you be interested in knowing more about my failures and uh, many people several people interacted and said yes we want to know about your failures because on what we hear about is success 99 of the time and uh, and there is a stigma about failure right if you fail you basically label yourself we are conditioned to think we make a mental association uh, about failing equals being a failure, right? <laughs> but it's not the case. Failing is the um, is the way to learn, right? So I, I totally yeah, agree with you. Totally agree with you. Well, we don't talk about failure enough. That's actually, uh, that is true. We don't talk about failure enough. We only talk about success, right? I think that's a very good fun fact you share. You see, let's be hypothetical here. Let's have like a very clear, I'm going to be a bit of um, arithmetic here. The chances of actually winning success is actually very small, whereas the chances of actually failing is very high. So if we are more prone to see something going wrong than something going right, if that's the case, shouldn't you prepare more to face failure than prepare to win? Which means, shouldn't you prepare to fail rather than prepare to success? And that is my friend, it's called the fail forward concept. Wow, okay. So what... So failing forward, what can you explain uh, us a little bit more about this uh, failing forward concept, which is also the, the, the title of today's podcast at the end? 
Great. I will I will use a twofold approach. Number one, the 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 term originally fail forward is actually by John C. Maxwell in his book called Failing Forward. Now, I will give you two set of examples. I have a very good one is from the understanding of failing forward. Another one is a model that we can work around later on, but the concept remains the same. Now, failing forward is basically if you're doing a course and you fail the course, you go back, you get up, you try again. See, what people do not realize, let's say the first time you fail the course at 33%. When you redo the same course, you failed at, I would say 60%. And then you try again, no, you are 75%. Every single time you're coming back and you're not starting from zero. Every single time is a progress and the gap to success becomes so small, you don't even need to jump. All you need to do is just walk across. That is failing forward in its very essence. Wow, okay. <laughs> so basically every time you fail, but you're still closer to your end goal, right? So even if you fail, then you go, let's say one step back, but then you go three, step forward, three steps forward. And then you go one step back and then three other three steps forward. And then at the end, you just achieve your objective. Yep, that, that's all that to it. It's not rocket science, but the mentality of, yeah. of getting, getting back up and trying again, getting back up and trying it. It's, it's, it's daunting to some people. And that's what we are trying to help other people, right? Like it's, it could be even difficult for me and, and different, different, different people feel failure differently. Different people, when they bounce back, feel differently. Not everyone are created the same way. We don't operate the same way. But the goal here is very simple. You fail forward. You anticipate the failure. And there's another way how I can be more structured on and explaining this theory. It's by Ashley Good on the failforward.org. She has very good content over there. Please go and visit that if you want. And I want you all to imagine uh, in your mind, the compass, imagine a compass, right? Northwest, uh, north, southwest, and east. Now, at the north part, you have detecting failure. What that means is in detecting failure is something went wrong. Things became out of your control. And simply put, you failed. The most common thing people do, they exceed the compass. They just go out from the north they don't come back because they don't want to accept the failure. If you want to fail forward, at the detect failure, at the north point, you need to accept it. You need to accept what happened is fine. And that is the most difficult thing to do because it hurts so much to do. Once you've done that, you go to towards your right, which is towards the east. At the east junction, you have analyzed. Now, in this instance, you try to see what is the reason we failed. What could have done differently would have had a different way of with a different result. Now, almost 50% of the time, passing the first stage is very difficult. Move north and then you move to east. When you analyze your failure, it's also very fearful, but you need to 
not identify yourself part of the failure. You need to take yourself out. Imagine this all happened to a third person and you're just advising. It's much more easier to give advice than focus on yourself. So do that at this stage. Then don't exit. Go back to south at the bottom right now. And here you have applying learning. This is the part where you get up, you go back and try again. And now when you're trying, something has changed. Look towards the right and the east, you have some new ways to try. Now apply that one. Almost 75% of people do this correctly. Now, what goes wrong when you applied the learning, you fail again and they get very upset. They get very emotional and they're like, you know what? I tried so hard, this is not going to work. That is not fail forward. A fail forward is you have to go back to one last piece, which is towards your left-hand side. That is towards the West, which is called innovate piece. In the innovate phase, you try again, but you want to make better mistake. Now I want to make even more better mistake and a more informed one, a smarter one. Things can go again wrong, but it's fine because what you're trying to do, you're going in a compass. You're starting from North, East, South, West. So you're going in a circle every single time, detecting failure, analyzing failure, apply learning, innovating. What you're doing is you keep trying to find ways to fail even better than last time. And what that will do at some point, you will run out of ways to fail. And the only thing that is left for you is to cross to the other side or just walk over, which is success. That's it. <laughs> well, I love, I love the the idea of making better mistakes. I should tell this to my parents. <laughs> say, you know, when they say, but are you, if you fail, you should go back to the corporate world. They told me the other day, right? And they said, no, why? I mean, if I fail, I'm, I learned something, right? And I should have told them I'm making better mistakes every time <laughs> because that's the consistency which is needed to, to improve, right? Because we, we all make mistakes, but the, the important thing is really learning from them. Let's move to, uh, well, actually, let me ask you another question that is on the top of my mind right now. So now the process looks very clear to me, okay? So we detect the failure, we analyze it, we apply the learnings, and then we innovate, right? And we make better mistakes. Do you think we should do this every time we fail? Because the, the process looks um, costly. I mean, it takes, it's, it, it looks like it will take a lot of time and effort and resources to, to do it. Am I wrong? No, you, you know, you're not wrong. You're just being a human here at this point. And I think even myself, I, when I first came across this model or the framework, whatever you want to call it, I was like, this is going to be very consuming or time consuming or energy consuming. But like the answer is very simple. I tell you, if it's easy, anyone could have done it, right? It's never yeah, going to be true. easy. <laughs> It's never going to be easy. It's going to be very costly, but nothing good comes in one time. You need to try unconditionally and fail and success one by one. But the most important thing is enjoy the process. Enjoy the ways you have failed. Enjoy the little moments where you you had a bit of success and then you're going to now try again. And I, I like to equate this, um, this. I don't know if it is a very relevant, um, I would say right way of putting it. Have you ever had a chance to look at a growth share? A growth share means a share that is forever increasing in value. 
but go to any Google Finance or Yahoo Finance, go to any growth share, and then look at a daily share price. Morning, it will be 150, evening will be 144, and then somewhere in the middle will be 134. And what's happening is every day is going up and down. There's a lot of fluctuation. But when you zoom out, you look at it from a one year, two year, three year, five year, you start seeing a pattern. The pattern is the share price is slowly increasing up. It's going uptrend. That's called a growth share. Now, if you go to the, the slider where it shows the maximum, you'll find out the whole share from 10, 15 years ago, right now, the value of increased tremendously. I always like to see my life in that way because as much every day, there's going to be difficulty. Every week, things are going to go bad. Every month, it's not going to be a good month. But when you zoom out, compared to last year, are you a better person? Compared to two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five, ten? You're telling me, no, no, there's no way. You would have learned something along the way in 10 years. You would have done, you won't make the same mistake that you did last 10 years. That is failing forward. That is progress. See, all of us are actually doing it. We just, we're doing it unconditionally. But when it becomes very apparent where we really need to use this, we back out. I think that's the problem we need to, we need to address. Uh, I actually have one more thing to share, um, material. It's actually a very interesting story um, that I always hold very dear to this story. It's very, it's, I find this story is very close to me by my heart. Um, story goes like this. There was a king living in his kingdom. And one day he heard about there's a mysterious saint living in the jungle next to his kingdom. And someone told him, hey, king, if you go to him, the saint, and meditate with him, he will give you the ultimate truth of the world. It's like a gift. And, and the king was like, well, but I want to know that. So the king gave the administration work to his ministers. He went on a journey. He took some time to find the saint, meditated with him for X amount of time. Mm. And he was very struggling for him to, to get to this level. At the end of the meditation, the saint gave him a scroll, a very small scroll, and he said, whenever you are upset in your life, open this. Whenever you are the most happy in your life, open this, read it. This is the ultimate truth. So the king took the straw. He didn't want to open it. He went back to his kingdom and he started focusing on his daily administration. Because the king was away from the country for so long, or the kingdom, a lot of things were done wrong that now it's about a time where another kingdom is waging a war and the king was almost going to lose the country to an enemy because there were enemies everywhere. And then the king was, was literally out of his mind. He doesn't know what to do. His hands were against, his back was against the wall. His hands were tied. And then he remembered he has a scroll, the ultimate truth. So he immediately grabbed the scroll and then opened it and he was trying to read. In that scroll, it was wrote, I mean, it was written that he read this too shall pass. And then the king realized for a second, even this bad moment won't last long. I will survive. That gave him a sense of confidence. He was able to collect his thoughts. Then he re-strategized his military. 
and he was able to defeat the enemy for, from by a miracle. That particular night, there was a massive celebration in the name of the king because the king saved everyone. And the king was, was, was in cloud nine. He was so happy and uh, he felt like a, a hero. And if anything, he was a hero for his people. But then, then he remembered the saint said, whenever he's most happy, he's supposed to read the scroll. He opened the scroll and he read, this too shall pass. The, the reason why the story is very powerful is because we should never let success into our head and failure go to our heart. Failure and success will happen consistently. The most important thing is equilibrium, balance, how you ground yourself and you keep moving on. Always remember the past informs the present to prepare for the future. Now ask yourself again, the question I asked you at the very beginning, who do you think feel the most in their life and bounced back? The answer should be yourself. With that, thank you so much for having me, Matthew. It's been a real pleasure um, sharing this view to all of you. Thank you. Raj, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. The past informs the present to prepare, to prepare for the future. I, I love this quote. And uh, I appreciate your time, Raj, the time you took for, for being with us today, right? You dedicated us a lot of your time. And um, I hope this episode will um, provide everyone with a different perspective. When Raj uh, shared this topic with me, like I think it was six months ago or something like that, Raj, right? Um, it really changed my perception on failure. And I'm happy, I'm delighted that we can share these uh, with you all today. So that's what we have got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you know and love and could benefit from different perspectives on failure. And if you could share it, of course, in your Instagram stories and tag me, Mattogrosso Strategies, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who will do it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. We appreciate you and we hope you have an amazing day. Cheers, everyone. Take care.